0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of The Family Corner. Dylan, how are we doing?
1: We're doing. We're doing. That's what I'll say. I'm not going to say we're doing great, but we're doing. I'm excited to be here, though, to talk a little more about the NBA. We're going to get a little more uh, less into this season and just talk about some hypotheticals and some uh, some good moments in history. We welcome back Lucas Vargas and James Kwan. Uh, the first guest to be welcome back to The Family Corner. So congratulations on that.
2: My first <laughs> job, actually.
1: <laughs> um, we are so excited to be back here to fill your void of content in, um, in this pandemic. A lot, of, a lot of stuff stopped production. A lot of shows stopped making episodes. And we're still here. And what does we're that say? We're here kick and
0: kicking. We're here for the people. I just we're here for the people, people, Generation's though. lazy.
1: That's so true. <laughs> and they don't know how to record Zoom calls.
0: I guess not. All right, so let's, let's jump right into it. Um, what was the best moment of this decade? So from 2010 to 2020.
1: In the NBA. This In is the NBA, podcast, yeah. By the way, everyone. If you enjoyed the last one, you might enjoy this one. We'll see.
3: There's somebody to pick from, honestly.
1: This, this is hard.
3: 50-point game has to get an honorable mention. Which no, that's
1: what, so that, this I want to specify. So we we asked like, what's the best game? What's the best series? But we were like, what about what's just like the best play? But like a play is hard to define. So I don't know, like moment, like I don't know. I, I feel like a whole game you can't really say, right, fair but enough. like
2: fair enough, fair
1: enough, maybe fair like enough. a a couple a, a series of plays. I don't know. College so, count. What does what count?
2: College count.
1: Are you going to no. talk about the North
0: Carolina Villanova? No, because no, that, that, would, that would be it. The Villanova one would have been in it if college. That's a
1: whole other podcast. Yeah. Okay, we're, okay. Let's okay. think about the uh, NBA. Okay. That's all a right. show called The Upset, which you should all watch in your Fine, time. time. Answer's is <laughs> definitely that
3: Dame game winner, bro. From basically the logo, he had no reason to take the shot, but he took it anyway. And then he waves goodbye as he's staring deadpan into the camera as he's getting tackled by all of Portland. And it's just like, you did not need to shoot it. From, a solid 12 feet behind the top of the key,
1: but you did it anyway, and you made it. So, do so you oh, take it. that moment over like like Kawhi Leonard hit the first ever game-winning, series-winning buzzer beater? That's not as important to you as Dame.
2: Now, Damon Lillard hit a game-winning, series-winning buzzer beater against the Rockets.
1: Game seven, my bad. It was the first game, game seven time. one.
2: So, th- that's actually my argument of why Kawhi's shot is better. Because Dame's shot, not that because you've done it twice it makes it less better, but in terms of, like, that miraculous, like, h- iconic moment, I think you had to give it to Kawhi's shot. I mean, I mean
3: if, we're, if we're adding, like, the weight of, oh, yeah, this was the second round, this was the third round, whatever – then, yeah. then I would agree with you. But if we're just looking at the play and just within that
2: game and that series, then I'm, then I'm going to stick with Dave. Well, there's something about, like, how bullshit that Kawhi shot was that made it so <laughs> It hit the rim, like, <laughs> 15 Like, <laughs> like, like the, the reason why it was so miraculous I and mean, it was the best shot ever was that there was had no business going on at all. That's baseball, why it was good.
3: Bouncing on the cool. rim and everyone's like, we have no way yeah. –
1: it's Do you know what had no business going in? Was Damian Lillard stepping, running out the whole shot clock and then
3: stepping That also back. had no business going in. It, you it know what? Yeah.
1: How, how is Ray Allen's three
0: not the first thing out of all your mouths? I just watched that on ESPN like, like 20
1: minutes ago. Did so he
0: have no business getting that offensive rebound and Ray Allen has no business getting that shot? Because Tim I Duncan actually, should have been in the game.
1: Well, no, that's the thing. I So I'm I'm fresh off this game, so I can argue against it, is that – they took Tim Duncan out. LeBron shoots a three, misses, they get it back, then LeBron hits a three. Then the Spurs get the ball back, Kawhi misses a clutch free throw, and then they take Tim Duncan out again. LeBron misses a three, and then he gets another rebound, and then this time Ray Allen hits it. That was just a moment created by choosing to sit Tim Duncan, one of your best defensive players, and the greatest and your best power rebounder. forward mm-hmm.
0: of all time,
1: yeah. sat
0: at the end of the game in a finals game let that sink in and it allowed Ray Allen to hit a three that changed like the whole narrative of LeBron's career. I
2: actually agree with Justin.
0: I changed my answer,
2: but by your logic, Dylan, um, I know this is an NBA show, but you have to say that Philadelphia Super Bowl was just a product of sitting Malcolm Butler, <laughs> like, Oh, it, it wasn't because Nick Foles, you know, I'll when tell you my answer. Brady mode on Brady, it, was, it was because they sat Malcolm Butler and dared Philadelphia to
0: throw the ball.
1: I was, I was, I was heavy I on the Damian Lillard shot because that is the best just thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Like I watched that alone on this, like, my iPad, and I almost threw my iPad. That was <laughs> the most insane. He mm-hmm. stepped back. He it ended a 10 year Thunder playoff run led by Russell Westbrook and just deleted a whole team in one shot. But the one that I had to pick coming into this was uh, two minutes and four seconds left or whatever. Game seven NBA finals, Andre Godala to the bucket blocked by James just because
3: that was going to be my other answer.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was a sequence where like no one had scored for a while. And then like the war, I just kept waiting for the Warriors to do something. I, I thought the Warriors were winning that game full out and, I have never seen a human being move faster in my life than LeBron James coming out of literally nowhere to block that shot. I I didn't see him come into the frame of the screen, and all of a sudden he was pinning the ball against the glass. It was crazy.
0: I
3: think they hold the Warriors' hand and the backboard was literally, like, this far. Yeah. LeBron did not have a big window to block that shot without it being a goaltend. So, I – I'm like, it was – That's why I was my other pick. It was also the finals too, but, like,
2: yeah, it was a Finals with LeBron, and it's like I think in retrospect, we at the time he he had been like so we had all watched him do that against the Celtics for like seven games, so we kind of were like used to it, and when we saw it, it was amazing and awesome. But that whole entire playoff run, LeBron was pinning it on people every game, like he, he was just going absolute, uh, might I say, Jordan mode in that entire like entire that entire year. Just to get you know Jr. Smith out of the out of
1: the finals, but you
3: know, is is um is is the question the best moment or the most iconic moment? The best moment. I think it, I think they're one and the same. To be honest, it's very yeah. objective.
1: I think if we're great.
3: talking about iconic, then I, I I would low key just in the other direction throw Jr. Smith not knowing which basket he's shooting on. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> so true.
1: The in a finals game, which is yeah, actually, yeah, like, no, we
3: won't. I, like, not that they would have won that series, not that that would have changed everything, but they definitely could have won game one, and that could have, cha- that could have changed wow. a lot. Because this man literally ran the wrong way.
2: Yeah. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah. This, Does- <laughs> this man staying next to the basket. He gets a clean offensive board, and he's like, no, nah, we're, we're shooting the other direction after his teammate shot a free throw in that same basket. Well,
0: no, he thought, he thought they, were, they were up. I thought that was the thing. It was like he thought yeah. they were winning.
2: Like, whatever the reason was, he just did not take the layup.
0: He was not there.
2: He was not present in that moment. But <laughs> I actually do agree with you just because I actually do think that means a lot. I think if he steals game one at Oracle, like, yeah. you're this team that, like, wasn't supposed That's to have a job shot. Hit. And you steal game one at home. Like, that changes everything. It mm-hmm. changes everything. Like, you have the
1: potential to go to Cleveland and go up 3-1.
2: Work, yeah. At worst, you're going back to Cleveland 1-1. One and one. At worst. In which you would take that against – like, you would exactly. take that – any given day for the Cavs exactly. and it, and, and they had it theoretically. It was actually like a shoe in. If like J.R. Smith had the IQ of like, you know,
3: I mean, granted like anyone else in this world, <laughs> but like, if I'm, if I'm on the court in an NBA game, I don't even know where I would look to see the score. Cause you can't see the jumbotron all the time. But like, I mean, he, he's been playing the league long enough. He, he has to be more aware. Of like,
1: yeah. Everyone that. else knew.
3: I mean, this is J.R. Smith. Everyone else in the stadium was like, what the, what the fuck is this guy doing?
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah, he had the lowest IQ in the whole building. But Okay, so in the interest of us getting through more topics than we did last show, I'm going to move us straight into from best moment of the 2010s. What's the best game of the 2010s? Lucas, you want to go first? I can go first, yeah. I had
0: the 2016 2016 Warriors-Thunder game six.
1: Warriors-Thunder game six. Okay, I thought you were going Cavs game seven. No, No, because – series
0: this this game had like player changing organization changing moments was that, the
2: game that
3: was that the game that clay went crazy
0: yeah clay it's went crazy
1: where, and also the thunder just like should have closed out the series this, and- this
0: is the one where yeah. they're they're up i think three two going into game six and then they have a double digit lead heading into the fourth and then clay just goes mad this is at Oracle, right? No, this no, is this, at this is this at free. um is it is it Chesapeake? Chesapeake. Yeah. So this is, is at the Oklahoma City Thunder's home is arena.
2: Game five or six.
0: It's game six. Six. Okay. And so what ends up happening is that they win Game Six, then they go back to Oracle. They win Game Seven. They lose in the finals, right? The Warriors lose in the finals. KD then joins their team, and it just changes the narrative of his whole legacy. Not and his whole. Creates- the whole NBA. Change everything, in the and then the Warriors become this dynasty with, a, these four players that just are like could be considered perennial the all stars. Yeah, perennial all stars, and it's just it's over from there for the next two years. The Warriors run the league.
1: I I feel so bad to this day. My friends, when the Thunder went up three one, my friends were like, oh, the Thunder, it's over. I was like, are you kidding? The Warriors are so good. Like, if anyone can come back from this, is the Warriors? Like, oh no way. So that whole series, I was actively rooting for a Warriors comeback. And then with like a minute left in game seven, I was like standing cheering. And I was like, what did I just do? What just happened? Like, I hate the Warriors yeah, so what much. What did
2: you do, Dylan? What did
0: you do? It's all There's, your fault. We uh, have you to blame for Durant leaving. The
1: actions and words that are said on my couch directly impact the game. And I know this.
2: No, it's fan energy. It's like, it's like an elf when it's like Christmas magic. Like you need people to believe in order for you to succeed at the game. Harness that that energy from the world. If if your whole entire fan base doesn't believe, I mean that's why some fan bases never win, right? And in, in, in the same breath of magic, my game actually has very little big uh, implication. It's not like going to change the course of the NBA forever. It's Jeremy Lin versus Kobe. Bye but- oh, <laughs> <was still> <laughs> <laughs> bye by Lucas. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on, and 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 let me
1: tell you why this is. He doesn't crazy. know what's going on, bro. Like, <laughs> where are we? Where are we in Sanity at this point?
2: This is so before the Raptor game, right? We're like, good, we're like a good six games in, I think six seven. Yeah, cause because everyone's like, oh, if he balls out against Kobe and the Lakers, then he's legit. So he goes like twenty five, twenty. It's like 25, 28, like 30, 25, 20, some something, something like that. I don't think it's gets thirty, but it's like six, seven crazy games, and. I remember I saw this guy play. There's a YouTuber named Kev Jumba. Yep, Kev Jumba. This is a YouTuber. Some people remember him. Jeremy Lin was on a Kev Jumba music before he broke out into this player. He was in a Kev Jumba video. As it's just like during like the lockout, right? And Kev, yeah, oh. Kev, Kev Jumba was like, "Oh, look at this NBA player!" And everyone was like in the comments, like, "Who the you know the fuck is that?" And but he was Asian, so you know, Kev Jumba's Asian. People were down. And, like, I remember I saw his name after that Nets game on the bottom of the ticker. And it said, like, Lin, 25 points. And I was like, there's no way that was that dude. <laughs> and I kept jumping video. And, and there's no way. And I looked it up, and it was. And I was like, holy shit. And it keeps on going and going. And it's, it's to Kobe, It's this, this build-up moment. The nation has no idea what's going on. And, for, for honest, honestly, for, like, a lot of reasons at the time, it, 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 it was just, like, it was kind of a lull in, like, kind of magic in the NBA. Like, the, the Mavs haven't gone on their, like, you know, in their, like, win streak. So, like, the Lakers have won. It was just a game. Like, no one really believed, like, anything different would happen. And here we have this guy who just goes crazy against Kobe. And rest in peace, Kobe. You know, we all love him to death. But when, when he, did, he he was, like, Jeremy Lin who? Jeremy Lin who? Like, I don't even know this guy. Who, what are you guys talking then about? Then in one are
3: game you? in February. This man dropped twenty-seven points. April? No, no, no,
2: it wasn't April. I think it was March. Was it? Was it February? Regular
3: season month is the answer to it. Dude, it's because <laughs> it's, game of the it's great. It's
2: it's it's like what is the game of the twenty tens? If you're asking for my opinion, like the game of the twenty tens is not gonna because like honestly, like yeah, the Kawhi shot was like the moment, but can it really be encapsulating the moment? No, it's the series. It's this. It's that. That series we less – Those moments are series, like, immortalizations. If you're talking about just, like, one game, it's when some undrafted nobody scores 38 in Kobe Bryant. When's the last time that anything like that will ever happen?
0: Well, I can still remember, like, there's this one one sequence where Lynn goes to the basket, and he just, like, he spins, I think, to the right. And then he goes off his opposite, like, the wrong foot, and this, like, right-handed layup. And it just falls on, like, who the hell is this guy just, like, doing all of these, like, random moves coming out of nowhere and dropping 30 on the Lakers. There's a reason plus. why me and you remember this a lot better. Oh, yeah, and, no, definitely. I your am too. So I'm, I'm
2: all I'm completely, completely de- ostracizing from this. But, I mean, dude, like, Jeremy Lin's why I tried out for any kind of team. Like, Jeremy Lin is, like, why... I really took basketball and ran with it. Like it, the, the influence that this man has in my life is is actually like sports wise is incomparable to any other athlete. So with bias, all we, back we, we back biased, but Jeremy at the same lid. time you actually can't deny that game is is nothing. Like it's that. immortalized. It'll go down like, in we'll, history. The next time an undrafted guy out of nowhere that like has no shot, scores 38 points on LeBron's Lakers. Then we'll talk.
1: With all due respect to Jeremy Lin, he's an NBA champion. Um, that was not the best game of the decade, <laughs> but I'm very happy that you get to look back on it so fondly. It's the uh,
0: Lakers-Jazz game when Kobe <laughs> retired, right? That's the one. I mean, like
1: it's it's the it's the it's the Steph game winner against the Thunder. It's the Celtics beating the I don't even know. Is name a game? <laughs> I, I will name they a game, actually. Those are
2: but those are those are encapsulated by the series that they occurred in.
1: Yes, <laughs> and it makes them better. It elevates them. I'm gonna talk about a game that I bet is Lucas's game as well because I figured it would be everyone's choice. Um, and it's 2016 Game Seven, Caps Warriors. That's the best game of basketball I've ever witnessed played in my entire life. Like full stop. The whole way through, it was back and forth. It was never more than, like, an eight-point game. And the implications that went into it and just everything that played out over the course of that game was, like, pure poetry basketball in its greatest form. It might be the best game in NBA history. Oh, that's 2008 uh, My 20-year-old bias opinion.
3: No, I mean, I, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to end up agreeing with you, but, like, to, like me watching that game and, like, b- before KD, I was, like, honest to God, a Warriors fan because I loved Steph. And but then KD came and kind of messed everything up for me. But I like that whole game, you kind of knew that the Warriors weren't going to win.
1: I don't know, bro. You, I was you, like, if you, if, um, you, if you have a three-month you know, team, Mon green, was and making the other green. team forces the game seven, you're not you like it was never, but like they, they were in it the whole time. And like, no, I know it was never, way, it, it never the same way when the I was watching that Cavs uh, Celtics series where they went seven games. The whole time, I was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to beat the Cavs. We're going to beat the Cavs. Force game seven, Jason Tatum. The whole time, I was like, LeBron's going to come out and kill us in the end. Like, there's no way around that. No, and but the thing, the, thing the thing about Warriors, that game, Dylan, yeah. is
0: that the Warriors had a stretch. I think it was like the six-minute mark of the fourth where they just couldn't score. And as soon as that happened,
1: you were like, oh, it's over. They, like, it's, it's, it's done. Because they would do like, I, a
0: four-minute stretch
1: the the final score was 93 to 89 and it was an 89 to 89 for an eternity yeah i think that was when like the block by james shot happened yep. and it all ended with the Kyrie shot and then lebron hit one free throw of the two um but like the whole game up to that was back and forth back and forth and then it was just like the two best offensive teams maybe ever like just didn't score for three minutes and it was the most electric like the whole world is watching, and just, like, all the storylines that built up to it, the and the record season, the 3-1, the LeBron losing the year before, like, no, like history did not play out more perfectly than it did in that game.
2: Well, I, I want to say the 2016 Cavs team was far from one of the best offensive teams that has ever occurred. <laughs> yeah, that's an exaggeration. It was just so, peak LeBron. They, had LeBron. they had LeBron, you know, God mode, so you, they are, basically. They basically are. But I agree. I think, like, that, that moment, I think, is is definitely, like, that's what I mean by, like, season casting. That's, like, bigger than basically, like, I think, any other game that's existed for LeBron's career, in my opinion. I think if he still loses – if you think if he loses in Miami, I think he can still, like, find some redemption. But he needed to win that game. Like, if LeBron – He needed the Cleveland championship. LeBron gets his ass kicked again. Again, like, it's, like – I don't know. I don't know, man. In the same way that it's like if Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot, I think you look at that game seven and you think if that Kyrie shot was a Steph Curry shot and then like Clay hit a free throw and that's how it ended. I
1: don't know. If if LeBron goes to the Lakers without having brought a championship to Cleveland, he's one of like the biggest failures in the history of sports. I don't think one one of the most hated players in sports. I don't think think he goes to the Lakers.
0: No, if he doesn't I don't there's
3: nothing this man can do that you could that you could call him that okay maybe if he not on not, not a, not a, not a personal level but like
2: say disappointment. you could say disappointment
3: no I, I would agree but then at the same if you say that at the same time like lebron fans are going to come out the woodwork saying oh in two th- in 2009 in 2020 this dude would have won the shit." right because we can't finish this season like it, it but I it would have been an, an argument of one or two, two
2: titles which would have been nothing or Two or three. But, I mean, you're counting two in Miami. The the Cleveland title was, like, LeBron isn't even compared to Michael Jordan if he doesn't win one in Cleveland. Like, we all knew that. And it validated a lot just in, like, why, even the fact that he came back there. You got to admit, like, LeBron leaves Miami and the beaches of, you know, Florida, and he comes back to Cleveland. I know he likes playing for home, but there's got to be a moment when he thinks when he's down there. Did I make a mistake? Like, did I, like – was carrying Tristan Thompson and JR Smith and George Hill to game seven, like to, to all the way here, like was it worth it? You have to think that at least once in that season, because it was not all peaches and cream that season.
3: He, he joined it, and it, granted, the team went through like a roster overhaul, but he joined a team that had like 27 or whatever wins the season before because it was young Kyrie and nobody else. And then they traded for Kevin Love and whoever, but then they
2: immediately
3: go to the finals. Like, there was no, like, season of, like, oh, we're to the conference. Oh, we're to the second
2: round. They immediately – Of course. I think – yeah, but I think you had to, like, say that if LeBron gets – goes – because, like, 3-1, right? So, you see him, like, all right, if he loses, he's probably going to lose in game five. Um, so, and that, if that's the case, like, you're, like – you're looking at it. You're, like, okay. One series, he, like, has a few triple-doubles. He hits his head on the camera lens and gets really angry and plays even better, but then they still lose in six. And the next one, they lose in five. And, and, and then you're thinking, well, why the hell did you he even come back here?
1: All right, I want to save this LeBron talk because the topic after this next topic is very much LeBron-centered. So we'll circle a rack back background to all of this. But before we go to this uh, next one, game of the 2010s, any other games you want to shout out? The no? Kobe, all right. Kobe's last game? Kobe's last game.
2: Kobe's last game was pretty insane. As I, I will Thomas have... right after
0: his sister died. It's the most – like memorable game for me, just like watching it live. That's the one that I can remember the most. The Kobe game you Remember that was
1: the same yeah. night as the Warriors breaking the record? Those games were on at the same time. I Four think so, yeah.
2: I did watch the Kobe game a couple of days ago because it was on ESPN and tears were shed in my living room in quarantine.
1: It was tough. I after they played that game like the day he died and I couldn't watch. No, it, it actually it, it it was a release that needed to happen though for sure all right we move right into what we've touched on already a little bit but the series of the 2010s now i have to say that i did not start watching basketball heavily until the isaiah thomas celtics so like 2015 and beyond is more in my wheelhouse and everything before that i can't have a strong opinion about um but lucas you went last last time so what's your what's your series of the 2010s
3: uh I think a series that kind of defined a lot of what we're talking about and defined a lot of our, the next question, um, probably the Mavs beating the Heat in the finals. Um, oh yeah, Dirk, that's... Kirk, and then a, a whole bunch of like, like high, like high level players that were kind of like aging out of their prime, um, taking on LeBron and an and injured D Wade and, and like slightly injured Chris Bosch, but like that, that whole. Just Dirk going crazy, Dirk winning the the ring that everyone wanted him to have, um, and for t- having Tyson Chandler as defensive player of the year, Brian Cardinal playing like 20 minutes a Brian game. Cardinal was on that <laughs> team. I completely, completely,
0: completely forgot.
3: Crazy shot. Marion Garden, LeBron efficiently. Like, I think it was just that 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 win for Dirk was for me. And then it set up like, oh, is LeBron really this guy? He's never won a championship. He got swept by the Spurs in 2007.
1: Granted, he was much younger, but, like, like he, went, he went to the Heat to what? Lose to Dirk? Dirk went through the big three Thunder and Kobe and LeBron. You can pick any of those series. That was the first thing when they, they said the first, that – uh,
3: They beat like two, Dirk and Spurs, too.
2: They no. did, oh, my gosh.
3: No, they
1: didn't. No, they didn't. Because That year,
3: oh no, the the the, the Lakers, Lakers, Lakers yeah. can
2: we, which can be argued as series of the decade, yeah, true. But he they beat the the Blazers, honestly, a team that nobody wanted to play at the time. They were hot. The Blazers at the time coming in, I think it was Brandon Roy, Brandon, that Roy might have been Brandon also, Roy, last that was, effort, yeah, like, awesome hype. Lamarcus Aldridge, they were balling at the time, and, and I think they, I don't know, I think the I think it was like game seven, six. Six, I think. Six? Top series. I will say this.
0: Uh, we should have mentioned it earlier. The Dirk fever game. Where he has like a fever of over 100. And he's still like, he hits the game winning. Dirk, yeah,
2: Dirk is the machine. And LeBron and D. Wade, uh, they, uh, they made fun of him. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember They're in the, that. They're in the tunnel and they're like, oh, I'm a little feeling a little sick. They're trying to mock him.
3: Dirk was made in the Volkswagen factory warehouse. <laughs> Dirk
1: that that series, so yeah, I, the, some of the earlier series I definitely like didn't watch. When the the NBA League Pass, they said that it's going to be free for everyone. You can watch all the classic games. The first thing I was going to do was go watch Dirk in the playoff run. NBA League Pass is a ran, the most random collection of games. For the last 10 years, they have Celtics-Lakers game seven in 2010 and Kevin Love getting 30 rebounds versus the Knicks. Those are the only two <laughs> games from this decade they have in the archives. But did, can you just buy it? Can you buy, like, the, the full thing? No. Uh, so you, you can buy, like, a, like the – there's, like, a version of – if you buy an NBA TV subscription and you do, like, the full thing, you can get any game ever. But no, NBA, they're doing, like, like, a
3: promo. You can watch
2: whatever game you want because
3: –
1: Yeah, you can watch any game from oh, this season, Columbia. and then they have random games. I mean,
2: 30 rebounds, you're acting like that's some kind of –
3: no, I think it was just 40-40 and 40 game.
1: Okay, either way, <laughs> Kevin Love ran a game. If anyone knows where to find Dirk full playoff games, please DM me. But uh, so, uh, are any of you going to say, like, uh, Spurs Heat or something? Because that's another series I didn't get to watch at the time.
0: Was Spurs Heat? You the one Spurs? where Allen hits the three,
1: probably? Yeah, I didn't watch that series when it didn't happened. I didn't watch that series
0: happening. Well, okay, did, was that the same series where in game one, Tony Parker, like, he falls down and then gets back up and then hits like a floater off the glass to steal game no, one. That that was the that was the year before. That was the year. Was that the year after where they win? That was the year when after Spurs, they when the like, Spurs won. Okay, and, yeah. and
3: when that was when Kawhi won his first uh, Finals MVP.
0: Yeah. All right. He just won, well, I mean won, the the Heat series. It's not my pick, but it has like some iconic moments other than the Ray Allen three, like that LeBron block on splitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: Chris Bosh in overtime had that block on Danny Green to like. Yeah, that me. too.
0: There,
3: there are a ton of moments though. Yeah, you know, personally, I think Kawhi winning his first Finals MVP was the most random thing I could have ever witnessed. Because I like watching that series, I was like, "There's no way this isn't Tim Duncan." I
2: thought
3: I don't it would to be Tony I, Parker.
2: I he, he kind of locked up LeBron. Oh, like, if you t- lock t- up LeBron, you win. Like, that's kind of the kind of, it's kind of the rules in the NBA. You lock up
3: LeBron, you the least deserving Finals MVP in NBA history is Andre Iguodala, but that's he yeah. Lebron, and that, that's it.
2: And <laughs> that, that, off, that's, that's very
3: true. He, right? he held him up to LeBron. averaging what thirty-three points a game, and you broke a few ribs guarding Lebron. <laughs> <physical
2: category. laughs> if you guard Lebron and your team wins, you get the
0: MVP, and that Even if is, you don't like, lock wait. him
3: up on any stretch. <laughs> what what he,
0: about the Sean Stevenson then? Why didn't he win Finals MVP? <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Hey, Brian Cardinal averaged five and five, five rebounds, five <laughs> right. fouls. yeah. Print 36. Print 30, 36, his five numbers five are actually, probably crazy. Well, but I, I'll, I'll
2: make the argument that for, for the Spurs Heat series, in which, you know, Round hits that shot in game six, that series actually wasn't – people forget. It was mostly, like, blowout, 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 like one team killing the other at home, like Danny Green going off in, like, I think it was a game, like, was it – three or four when he's absolutely torched him like Gary Neal had a game like game by game it was more the buildup of the moment and like what um, what what it like meant for LeBron and what it actually meant for Tim Duncan I think Tim Duncan wins that one and he wins the next I mean then it's like you know where's Tim Duncan right like and we're thinking about LeBron a lot less so like it was it was huge in that moment but as there was a series, like, half half the games of the series are actually kind of hard to watch.
1: That's that's the good point. That's when I was looking into this. Like, there was a lot of series I was trying to find that I thought were the best series, and I realized that it was, like, blowout, blowout, blow blowout, and then a great game seven. Um, did you guys watch, at the time, some of those Cavs-Celtics, like, semifinals or conference finals? Because those, like, I've gone down in history, like, 2010 and 2012. 2010 is
3: what made LeBron oh, – okay. You we talked about that game was it game 6 or game 7 when both Paul Pierce and LeBron dropped 40? Yeah. and the Celtics win. I think that was 20 20 2000 not
1: whatever LeBron's last season was. I think 2010 was, was 2010, the year that made LeBron leave the Cavs. They went yeah. seven that year.
3: Yeah, 20 2010 Paul Pierce and LeBron both dropped 40 in game game I I think it was game 6 when they lost and LeBron walks off the walks off the court, taking off his jersey. And Mike, like, is this his last game in a
2: Cavaliers uniform? Oh, can no. you, like, but can you really call it like this? Like, I think why those series I remember it as like as much as like other ones It's not because the the players aren't great. It's like LeBron's teams weren't like they were good. Like, they weren't good. Like like so like it wasn't like it was like these battle Italians. It was like you got one guy carrying a bunch of like. People that – I mean, I would challenge any of you guys to name six people that LeBron played with that year.
0: I got you. Daniel Booby Gibson, Gibson season, Mo Williams, Gina Sogalski. Eric is on, on, on that team. And I think Eric Yeah. What about in 2012,
1: 2012 though?
2: 2012,
3: though? 2012
1: is Big 3 versus Big 3. I'm, I'm just saying that uh,
2: I don't think Shaq was a big help. I, I think, like <laughs> – I, I think basically it was LeBron against – Basically, this, this team that had been the kind of top dog in the Eastern Conference for the last four years. So that's why it's not – I can't say that that series is like this, you know, big, big thing. It's great for Boston, and we will remember it as the last time we ever beat LeBron James. Hey,
0: hey. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Now, I think before I get into my pick, because I would have picked this series, but it happened in 2009. It was the Bulls-Celtic series. Where it goes game yeah. seven, and Ben Gordon's just like going. Ben Gordon
3: was shooting the lights out. <laughs> yeah, oh my God.
0: It was like <laughs>
3: I remember watching sec- that.
2: And I was like, "Who the fuck is this
3: fucking YMCA nah. gym trainer?"
0: <laughs>
1: uh, ben that Gordon. series had the Ray Allen buzzer beater too. The <laughs> Ray Allen like <laughs> clutch game. Right Eddie House was like a main player in that
0: series. Eddie house Eddie, was, you also need was, Eddie was, <laughs> was, <laughs> to, to
1: take
2: Eddie a house three. was Eddie house is in the wrong generation.
0: Yeah, Eddie house played so, in the wrong generation. But going back to um the actual pick, um this is all based on personal bias. By the way, was the 2010 Lakers Celtics series? It, no, I can't
1: think of a series where the, the next
0: question. No, 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 no. no. in all series. honesty,
2: that was an incredible series.
0: Yeah, it was an amazing series. Game hey, yo, so, Perko, Perko, Perkins will get hurt, we're
2: winning it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> Kendrick yeah.
0: Perkins is the reason Kendrick we lost. Perkins. Oh, no. And Kendrick Perkins. that's the truth. I don't.
3: No, get, I, don't I, I have never understood Kendrick Perkins' slander. Kendrick Perkins was exactly who the Celtics needed. And yo, this motherfucker grabbed rebounds, and we had no one else on the team. Jamie Wallace played, played a with.
0: great game in game well, seven. That's what
2: the, the players
0: ball. got more rest.
2: The plane got there faster because he wasn't weighing it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Kendrick Perkins was trash.
3: It was a, a four-point exactly. game,
1: game in a seven-game series. You add our starting center back.
0: No, I think Sheed is, is a we're we're better. Or though. instead of starting. Um, we started Rasheed Wallace. But that, Rasheed Wallace doesn't grab rebounds, bro. Okay,
2: no, that series is going to come down. That's slander oh, towards Rasheed. This series is going to come Rasheed down. Rasheed
0: Wallace is a and very good
3: player. First, no, he wasn't me. in Boston, and he Maybe. wasn't in, never a rebound.
2: That game was coming down to Kobe versus – Kobe and Gasol versus basically Paul Pierce, Ray and KG. And that's honestly, in the end, like – Well,
0: Powell saves him Kobe, game. Kobe was better it, than Paul Gasol. Like have
3: offensive rebound after offensive rebound after offensive rebound. Unless Kobe scored in the first off. Like, we can
2: all agree, though, that – except for Justin, that that's the series that we hated Paul Gasol. <laughs> that, he was the OG flopper in the big moment yep the You'd OG popper probably... in the big moment what like the buzz kill like offensive foul where like the game is building up to this thing and then like this comes this screeching like nails on chalkboard like call that's like Pau Gasol that's here
0: Lucas has nightmares point, of that one shot of Gasol when he's when he jumps and he lands and they have like replay footage of him landing well, and it should have been it up and down that.
3: They don't change the question. I'm done with this conversation.
1: <laughs> In game seven of that series, the subs were out-rebounded 53 to 40. And Pau Gasol has 15 rebounds. Pau Gasol has 18 rebounds. Kobe has 15 rebounds. Kobe and Pau Gasol almost out-rebounded the entire Celtics team. Hey, they wanted it more, man. They just That's wanted it meant. more.
2: That's what I meant by the series came out of those. It was because Kendrick Perkins.
1: Because they're starting <laughs> oh, and it wasn't no, no. there to grab
2: rebounds. Would it, would it have helped? I'm sure. I
3: don't know if it would have, though. They it were would on a mission. Helped. I don't understand it's the four Kendrick
1: four Perkins calendar, bro. They were out-rebounded <laughs> almost. I
2: don't, I don't, the thing is, like you're acting like even when Kendrick Perkins is prime, he was like, this big Yeah,
3: rebounding. he wasn't
0: he wasn't like home. he, like, he still so wasn't saying funny. Kendra
3: Perkins was averaging fifteen boards a game or whatever, but he was no, he, he was a guy that blocked out when he needed to and he was a he, a, a he game. was a big body that always knew where he needed to be. Big baby was not doing that. Okay, but wait, so okay. how does
0: Ballad No who's boxing Kobe out to allow him to get fifteen rebounds though? Like
3: No, I'm I'm saying Kendra Perkins is clearing out Half the lane. This okay. Is, if you're okay. making jokes okay. about him slowing the plane down, like Kendra Perkins will block out half the lane by himself. That's valid. Grabbed, that many rebounds because the lane's just
2: open. But this series, either way, out of you know, if you're not in New England, you you think of this series as one of the best series that like happened. In
3: yeah. If run, run our the lane, test. No incredible. one wanted the Celtics to win again because everyone thinks this, a Celtics champion. I don't
2: know, dude. I, I think a lot of people NBA. they. Do. People didn't want to see the Lakers win. It was the no,
0: coronation. Every, everyone and the wanted the redemption Kobe of Ron Artest though.
2: And then everyone. he goes on to make a rap, rap single in which the Lakers are like this like they were always kind of the villain. But I think that's why the series was like great. It was like with that we haven't had two villain powerhouses league, like that, you know. The,
3: the Lakers were the villain against the rest of the league but not the Celtics cuz no one like every like when it came to that everyone was like all right, we want to compare Kobe to Michael and we don't want the Celtics to have 18 championships as a side and have the Lakers at least compete with them
0: like no it, but it, it's also a series where both teams had their moments you know like Ray Allen has his game two moment where he just like goes off on them then Derek Fisher has that layup in game three I think game five is the one where like Pierce goes like head-to-head with Kobe right and then game seven our test hits that three and he has the pose where like he kisses the crowd
2: Well, like, I'm going to make the argument that the series, it being the best series, doesn't have to mean that the games were competitive or that it went seven games or that, you know, had the best players. Like, I'm going to say that when the Raptors beat the Warriors, in the fashion that it happened, I'm not going to say that it was the most competitive finals, but, like, you have to think of, like, a dynasty ending, right? And it it wasn't was the it wasn't the greatest in the sense that I enjoyed seeing this happen or like it was like the best. But in terms of the most iconic or like the ways that like it ended in terms of this like a dynasty falling to its knees, like it was almost cinema like it was almost like a movie. Honestly, it was so almost like they, watching they were it was quite like literally
3: watching falling movies. to their knees with a torn Achilles and ACL. <laughs> it
2: starts off it starts off with like, you know, the normality, but then KD comes back, he does his dance in the beginning, and it's like Everyone's like, oh shit, KD's back, it's over. And the, the whole entire thing is, is that everyone that is actually an NBA fan knows that KD's Achilles is still torn. Like, e- like everyone knew that that, that that high ankle thing was, he, he partially tore his Achilles and he came back despite that and tore his Achilles visually on national television front of millions of people. And it was like this big giant, it's like this big, idol of a statue came crashing down and it was that was the first one but then it was like Stephen stepping clay still balling out and then clay goes down and it's like this another monumental it's like you never thought the gods could fall and then they were and you didn't believe it and you even believe that even after that that they'd win and i remember the rafters actually blow they blow game five and i, I thought it was over i thought the, i thought the wars had come back and it's like game six when it finally happens i remember i think it was me dylan and i don't know if lucas was there when when we actually won but it was at the wicked witch of the west dying. you know it was and it sucks because the way it went down wasn't necessarily like you know a clash of titans but it was like i i actually have i I can't put into words what that feeling was like because it wasn't great but it was also like you'd witness something so
1: it wasn't great but we'll fucking take it
2: I think I, it. I think that was. I think that's what it was. Honestly, I think that's what it was. But it was like historical in its own way, and incredible. Any of
1: you guys
0: follow the Ringer or no? I, I watch. a lot of stuff. All right. I mean, so is- so one of the, one of the episodes for of NBA Desktop is Jason Concepcion breaking down this final series, like via the Chernobyl movie. And <laughs> That's the most ringer thing I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> it's it's one of the funniest things I've seen. So I, I suggest that everyone go watch it if you have the time. Um,
3: I couldn't think of something that could encapsulate the ringer more than what you just said.
2: You know that Bill Simmons like made them do it. Like he was like, "Come on, guys, we got that." They it. pitched it
1: and they're Great, like greatest, greatest
2: Celtics moments through uh, the shining. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs>
2: You're like, "Bill, stop."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick the the Raptors Warriors. But my three top ones that I've seen were all contained the Warriors. Uh, the Rockets Warriors in 2018, when uh, Chris Paul gets hurt. Some oh. of those games were actually crazy. The Rockets like stole two games completely. And then Game seven was like a close game until the fourth quarter, in which I'm entirely sure that the NBA rigged it. There was <laughs> a point in that game where it was like a six-point game. The Rockets hit a three that gets waved off. The Warriors get fouled on a three that wasn't a foul. They get three points. And then the Rockets, like, another waved-off three. And it was like a nine-point swing that put the game away. But the rest of that series, when you thought the Warriors might get upset by the Rockets before they even get to LeBron, and they had KD, that was a crazy series. So was the Warriors-Thunder series that we talked about in the last episode. where Katie and russ just completely blow a 3-1 lead Great that incident. was just that was like a like a, a soap opera played out that year but then it all led up to the Cavs-Warriors series which justin and i were talking and again like some of the games in that series were blowouts but the last three games when uh draymond is suspended and then they won Cavs win game six and then game seven is just nuts that was like the most back and forth just wild series that had so much leading up to it that I've ever seen
2: so much drama too it's like it's like Draymond Green getting suspended is almost like the jail scene in like a soap opera where it's like they're talking through the glass and Steph Curry's <laughs> like you're the glue like how are we gonna do without you and he's you like "Have to kick him out. like you he's like we have a lead come on just like just win one game and then Draymond Green breaks out of jail, like jail to hit 10 threes against LeBron in Game Seven, but then dies because they lose. <laughs> like, it's it's like like you're right. It's almost like completely. Do like, they win that make-
0: series if Green doesn't get suspended? Yep, they
2: absolutely. do. Right? Yeah, right. they absolutely win. It. It's yeah. so, it's funny that like the
3: NBA has a terrible history of suspending key players. The wrong
2: time. <laughs> I was about to say it's funny that how that works out, but we if it's in the way that we like it, it we don't care. Like. I mean, he's... Think if that went the other way. Like, think if it was, like, Tristan Thompson gets suspended for, like, I don't know, throwing an elbow or something.
0: I will say this, though. Tristan Thompson is the, like, the biggest... I don't know how you would call it, but, like, whenever the finals... forgotten um, factor? Not not even final, like, forgotten factor. Whenever the finals appear, all of a sudden, he's, like, he's like top-five player on the court come the finals when they played the Warriors.
3: He's always been a serviceable...
1: He's,
0: he's yeah, but like well. he becomes like essential the to them guy. winning.
1: Yeah, it, it's in in that like, twenty fifteen, yeah, it's like, in 2015, 2015, 2015 Cavs Warriors when Kyrie and Love are hurt, it was like, all right, LeBron James, Tristan Thompson, Matthew Vadova. like this is it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Delhi was the Curry,
1: Curry stopper, the Curry stopper.
2: Remember Curry stopper? Yeah, Curry stopper was like an overblown two games, <laughs> just so funny. And I hate him, Matthew. I still. Matthew DelVadova
0: was in the wrong way. but and he got that, overpaid and went to the Bucks and did nothing.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's like it was a shoe. crappy guys not supposed to sell out like that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good – I think that's a good – I think if you look at the way that LeBron brought, like, the title of the Cavs to, I think that, I don't think that can be ignored what that means for, like, Cleveland. It's just funny that, like, it's like if a tree falls in the middle of the forest and no one's there to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. Like, if Cleveland wins their first sports championship in, like, literally, like, 100 years, like, does anyone really care? It's, like, that's why – it doesn't get the credit it deserves, you know? Because it's, like, outside of Cleveland, people aren't talking about it every day. It doesn't matter. It's, like, Cleveland won that title. It's the way that – Toronto, it's, like, oh, Toronto won that title. That's all it will ever be, you know? Like, so it gets kind of underplayed.
1: I was going to say – my sleeper one was Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics. That Celtics Wizards series, every game in that series was sick. Like even the ones that Celtics lost, the John Wall game winner, that was an incredible series. It had fifty and went to overtime in game two. Kelly Olynyk in game seven. I know it's like not as like high stage, but that was like one of the best series Wizards I've gotten to watch. Sorry, team, dude.
0: <laughs> 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 Man, so much Wall wasted thing? potential. <laughs>
1: I know, like I, I also hate John Wall, but like in that moment in that series, John Wall was like a—he was a, the guy. Like, was actually yeah, a huge. He was, the
2: guy he was supposed to be in 2011. <laughs> he was, a, he was back. Back when people were doing this. <laughs> it, it, t-
3: it took him a while to to adjust. To do
2: nothing. To <laughs> it took it took him a while to to lose in the playoffs, disappointingly, yeah.
0: and piss Bradley Beal off. Lucas, and have you had a chance a to say to your series? That. I forgot. Oh no, you started. You started. So did yeah, everyone
1: get to go? Yeah, I think everyone so. did, right? All right. Um, let's, Our ne- let's. We
0: we've been on this for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, the next topic is one that none of us are qualified to make any comments on, but we'll do it anyway. Is it Jordan J- Lebron? Yeah, the classic. I mean, yeah, we're doing a hypothetical NBA question. This this has to be on the list, but. I- all right. So, let me, yeah, let me just
3: Jordan and
1: Let me just start from from this. Does anyone pick Jordan? I do. There we go. Okay. Well, so so give give us your case for Jordan. I, I also
3: think it depends on the situation that I might pick Jordan, but
2: no, I think
3: no, I haven't seen enough Jordan. No. I
1: need to see more. I think yeah. I think you just
2: make the call whether or not. I think that's how you frame it. It's it's like you're making an all-time team of all-time. Who's your first pick? I agree. That's that's how it's framed.
0: Well. If we have time, we might get to that. If we have time, we might get to that. But the, the argument for Jordan is that when he was, like, locked in, he was going to win the finals. There was, like, no question. He goes three years. He wins. He's like, all right, I'm going to leave while I'm on top. Then he comes back. And he's like, oh, I'm back. Like, I'm back, locked back in. Wins three more rings. Then leaves when he's on top again.
1: What about yeah. before those those six rings? He didn't win. He wasn't making the finals when he was, you know, ninety-five. Well, he had to, he had to go through.
0: In the night in the eighties, that was like peak Showtime Lakers, where it's like Magic, Kareem, he Worthy. To, like, he
3: not, and he wasn't. His competition in the eighties was the Celtics and the Pistons.
0: Yeah, he, he never made it to the finals. The like, and
2: then, like, came up, the Houston, like he had a lot of. Michael Jordan Did
1: LeBron long. get excuses for the tough teams that he had to go LeBron, through? LeBron has played the, – the
3: teams LeBron has played in the fi- finals are far better than the teams Jordan has played in the
0: finals. Well, yeah. But I, I also – also, I think if you take Jordan and no matter what situation you put him in, he he's like – he'll succeed. There's no – there's no, like, place where he fails, I think.
2: No, I agree. I, 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 in my opinion, and I'm, I'm team LeBron obviously. I think uh, uh, the thing about Michael Jordan's career is that it reminds me a lot about Tom Brady's career. And in that way that he comes into a situation in which he comes into like, up until, you know, Michael Jordan comes to this Bulls organization that's like relatively just like trash town. Like, no one gives a fuck about the Bulls in that way. And they basically let this young guy who has the largest competitive sphere in the room, you know, take shots, form himself as a player. You know, this guy coming out of college, it's like, it's, it's your team. It's your organization. And they kind of like, they kind of give him the rings and they're like, dude, if you lose for like three, four seasons, it doesn't matter. Cause like we're trash and we're rebuilding. And in that way, LeBron came in the, into the NBA with this immediate expectations at the age of 18. So like I think when the lot a lot of like where this argument usually goes for a lot of people that are Michael Jordan side, it goes to like playoff success. It was the numbers, records, season records, uh, you know all these things, and I think it's it com- extremely reductionist to to what I guess leBron how different LeBron's early career was compared to Michael Jordan's in terms of the situations they were in, the expectations. And I think that Michael Jordan got a situation that was so beneficial to him that he was able to go, come back, do what he wanted. At that point, he, had, he was the Bulls because he was put on this shit team when he was drafted. So, you know, he kind of got to play around like Tom Brady does. And that's, that's, that, that, that doesn't take away from, from him. But I think that's why you can't say, like, you can't bring up the, the records and playoff records against LeBron and use that as a way to say he's less of some kind of player. Well, I, I think I think there is something to
3: say that this man, well, as a whole, the repeating is rare in the NBA, and he did it two like, consecutive times because the other two seasons he just he was not playing basketball. And I think there is another thing to say that like we like we. we when we're talking about all these final series, we're talking about all these players that like Dirk and Tim Duncan and Kawhi and whatever, like they like deserved and they won their rings, right? Jordan never allowed that to happen when he was at his peak, when he was in the league. Like there are so many players that were in the NBA that are now in the Hall of Fame that we regard as like some of the best power forwards or point guards or whatever, like in their generation, don't have rings because of Jordan. And LeBron can't
1: say the same thing. Stockton and Malone the fact that 20 years of like first or second place they never got a championship is actually like insane. They did
2: choke in the west a few times though so.
1: No Stockton and Malone choked a good amount of times but like those two guys are like two of like the top five not two of the top five players ever but they both like leader in assists like leader in games play they all both were healthy for all those years and they never got a championship. You know, numerically, team for twenty straight years.
2: Numerically, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah. I mean, once you not make the argument Stockton, that Stockton leads? What's going to happen they to Giannis?
3: And cut and steals, and and call alone second in points, but they don't have a ring. Charles Barkley had one of the greatest like individual seasons in nineteen ninety three with the Suns, and he didn't like. Granted, his team wasn't great, but he didn't win a ring well, either. That's my Patrick argument. Magic doing never won a ring, Hall of Famer. Like there's so many players that. Like aside from Akeem Olajuwon, that were great in the
2: '90s, that just didn't win a ring. That that's why that's my argument for LeBron. I think that like, it like six and six that that number. If you take six and six out of like the Jordan Twitter sphere, I swear that they, they have a lot less of an argument a lot of in a lot of times because like you but That's can't, also something like, I don't think is ever going to be repeated. Well, I think that it's, it's yes, in the way that the years in which Michael Jordan. Got to the Finals, and I'm not gonna say that there was all just sweeps, but uh, he wasn't. Again, he wasn't going against any kind of Warriors teams, that's for sure. And I think that the only, the only loss in the finals I can really blame on LeBron is 2011, and I don't think that. Uh, I think that that one series itself is really where I had to. honestly you have to think if the Heat win that year. I don't think that there is a LeBron MJ debate to be honest. I don't know. I don't. I, I think there's a debate, but I think a lot more people say LeBron because I think that, the, that one gives moment LeBron a three-peat. That one moment is like a damning piece of like evidence against LeBron. I, I mean, I think LeBron at the same time, like outside of that, you know, because the can, fact that LeBron gets the finals more should not be used against him. He gets yeah, yeah. A, ton, a ton of times. Michael got you know he got bounced in whatever round. LeBron, you, you can't you can't understate. He was a shoo-in for for being in the finals for basically the better half of two thirds of his career until now. Yeah. Like what, what other player can say that, like when it was just LeBron and no matter like if he was on a team that he has never been on in the heat or the, the Cavs, when he comes back, he was always relevant. And like, I don't know if Michael could have gone to a team I mean, that, like Scotty Pippen on it at that time and remained that favorite. There's two different
3: arguments to make for that. Cause it's like, that same time, like, LeBron wins that ring, he beats he beats Dallas. Like, this is a, whole, a, t- a totally different conversation. But even when I was just saying about star players not winning um, rings under Jordan's reign, um, Jordan definitely did not allow a dynasty at the level of the Warriors. But at the same time, players were not moving, changing teams in the same way as they do now, as they were in the nineties. Yeah, I don't think if they did LeBron, that, LeBron is Johnson not allowing to The Warriors, some shit like the the whole league's gonna, would look different.
0: Well, here's the question 100%. though does does LeBron, LeBron succeed fly. if he's in Jordan's era? Yes. You think the the so? argument,
2: dude. The argument that I hate this argument. It's just like, oh, hand checking. Like if you put these modern people in the game and there's hand checking, they're not gonna know how to how to handle that. LeBron's fucking huge. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah,
1: gonna, yeah no problem. If LeBron was
2: physical no, with you, he was going to kick your ass. No, I, do don't, I don't think the physicality is the problem, though. Russell Westbrook is going to care about hand-checking? Are you kidding me? No, physicality
3: is definitely he, 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 not the problem, though. The, the, the problem with LeBron would be if he doesn't have the, the, the team around him that he needs and, like, players aren't going to come to Cleveland or whatever team that he's on, will he succeed with whatever is just there? Because well, like in Jordan's case, or, you can't say Rodman he, based on his front office drafting people that will actually turn into people that would be helpful. Then,
2: because I think if you give LeBron Scottie Pippen and Rodman in that era, I think he's gonna do just fine. I no, think I mean, if, I, if you say like for Michael, like you gotta deal with like you know what they were given. I think in that sense, you have to look at Michael and say you're given Scottie Pippen. There's only one player in my mind that Scottie Pippen's caliber. And it's Dwayne Wade that LeBron's played with, and that. And those years, he mostly got it done. And I, you know, I, I think like if 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 you want to say you bring Jordan to LeBron's era, for LeBron to Jordan's era, I don't think it's even necessary. I think I think you also just to look at like like what what because different gifts, different athletic gifts for sure. And you gotta look at like what is affecting the game in terms of bringing the people around him to be better. And also, does does like you have to say like does Jordan have like a 3-1 comeback kind of series where he just like he's willing his team like i don't know jordan has like series where he he really wills the bulls out of things and that's more of a credit to his domination but he doesn't have that historical like oh he will the bulls. it's just like oh they, they blew the shit out of that team and yeah. that step back game winner is amazing but wasn't that like game five like you know yet you, you have to think about like why these uh, i guess like careers looked at differently but yeah, give it to LeBron. He's had to come up in some yeah. tighter then, less margin of LeBron's, error.
3: Lebron's definitely of more value to his team because when LeBron leaves, the team gets worse, drastically worse. And then when he comes back, they're shoe ins for the finals, basically. I mean, like, that series um,
1: where play. the Warriors beat him in five games, he led both teams in every single statistical category: points, rebounds, six games. steals, assists, blocks. Six like. Games. Six yeah. games in 2015, but didn't he do it again in 20, 2017 when they played against KD? That was a five-game series. I'm pretty sure he did it again. Yeah. And that's I the thing. The <laughs> eyeball test is so important because when I watched LeBron James play like in that prime during those Cavs, like Warriors, if LeBron James had the ball and if he just took every single shot, they might have been better because when he would go into the lane, there was just so little you could do. Watching the Celtics' Cavs and just watching LeBron obliterate the Celtics' when they had like IT that year, like, there was absolutely nothing to, be done to stop him. That now, being said, Le- Michael Jordan, when it was like Michael Jordan averaged 40 points a game for a series, they were scoring 70 to 80 points every game. And so more than half the possessions were just Michael Jordan being unguardable as opposed to like LeBron putting up yeah. 40 of 130. And
3: I, think, I think it is a knock against Jordan, though, that the Bulls still won like 45 games when he went to play baseball. It's like when it was just Scottie Pippen, and I think one year they had they had, they had Dennis Rodman. But like, when it's just Scottie Pippen, they're still winning forty whatever games in the season. A LeBron team couldn't dream of doing that. No, like a LeBron team's lucky to win thirty
2: five. Uh, I I think like when you say like a LeBron team, I think like it's like it's tough. You know, I I think when you look at the competition, like you you. People say, like, oh, you can't ignore that LeBron's at the play, like, better competition. They kind of, like, blow it off after that. But truth of the matter is that that's kind of at the core of the argument And because what does get used is the records and the numbers and how does he stack up numerically against Jordan is always going to be the end-all sale all of the conversation for, like, the majority of the population. So I think when you look at it, you have to say, um, you know, does Jordan honestly is Jordan beating like the Warriors with what LeBron had like who knows like it's it's tough like you know for for to see anyone beat the Warriors those years it's it would be really really hard because you know just got to appreciate the greatness it's hard to really compare the two yeah I mean the the thing is like Michael like one-on-one like you're not going to stop him in a lot of the situations but Justin can attest like he saw Kobe for a lot of times like He knows that that, like, will get you championships. And, like, to be honest, in the modern-day NBA,
1: sometimes that's not enough. It's not enough. No, you're right. Because when Jordan scores 40 back then, you know the team is going to get 80 or 90, and that's enough. Whereas LeBron now can score 40. But if he's not dishing out 15 assists, his team is not going to outscore the Golden State Warriors who are shooting 33s. And getting your team involved and making your team put up 130, it's so much more important than just being unguardable, which is what Jordan was.
0: But I also think that you have to remember that the way Jordan played was because he was like, he played in that era. I think if you move yeah. into, you know, him being drafted in 2003, I think maybe he doesn't, uh, I don't know if he goes and plays baseball, I think he's Kobe. Think, you think, I don't know, but maybe he plays, he's maybe he's, a little I think better he's better, but Kobe. like, I think the way he develops his game depends on, you know, the era you're in. So maybe he like, Develops some more of a three-point shot like he had one but like maybe he becomes an even better three-point shooter if he
1: plays in like today's game his small sample size of playing point guard he did average a triple double yeah so
0: like i think it's it really is just like a matter of on, what you need from guy.
1: him All All
2: right,
1: right, so let's, final let's, points from everyone on this topic before we wrap we're, up we're, i guess we're
2: done beating beating the the deceased horse that's existed for our entire lifetimes
1: I truly need to watch some more Jordan games. I, I, I kind of crapped on uh, NBA League Pass earlier. They do have some old Jordan games, though, that yeah. I need to watch.
2: They're incredible. I mean, what he does is, is uh, incomparable, but I don't know. Does, does he, does he, does he block? Does he glass somebody? In, in I don't know. We, if you just bring up compared, the analytics,
0: uh, if you bring up
3: analytics. Them, they just play two entirely different styles of basketball. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I will
2: say, though. Dude, I will say
3: Jordan or Kobe, Like that's who you have to have.
2: I think I think when it's like the Jordan LeBron thing is pretty stupid, but I will say the who'd win on a one-on-one game. It's come on. If you don't pick LeBron,
0: like bro, like I don't think it's that obvious, man. I don't no, know. No, I think they, they go back and forth. They'll trade games. I agree. I Jordan's like first team on defense.
3: LeBron's big, but and LeBron definitely has weight on him, but it's not like he's just like towering over him either.
1: Like I'm, I'm gonna all, have to. played in the most. He's only like an inch in height right there. I'm gonna have like, to cut you uh, off. We're gonna have to edit like there.
2: LeBron's yeah, like, 6.5. I just wanna say because
1: I co host this show, I wanna put one more point in. I think when it's all said and done, it'll be LeBron. I think LeBron wins one or two more <laughs> and that puts him over. Seriously.
0: We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next next couple of years, if you can keep it up. Um, but thank you guys for coming back uh first time first time we had people returning to the show
1: yeah we we said we were going to get through more topics and we actually didn't we got yeah, the we same got through less topics, <laughs> for more time um so we'll have to give this a third try at some point um depending on how long this goes on but uh again we're so glad to fill the gap in nba fans lives they flock to this podcast to hear us talk about uh players that played 30 years ago
2: oh yeah no it's not 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 Bill Simmons or (laughs) Woj.
1: Yeah.
0: I, (laughs) I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Thank you all for listening.